Galnet News Digest, 21st of January 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Marlin for the Marlinists. The Dav Diary. End of the line. Marlin for the Marlinists. Marlinist colonies are replete with stocks of fresh produce following the highly successful appeal last week. Marlinist leaders have asked commanders to please stop bringing any more supplies as they've run out of cold storage to keep all the lovely fresh fruit and the, by now, slightly less lovely fish in an edible state. They say they're particularly grateful to all the commanders who chose to deliver the type of swordfish that's known as marlin and would like to clarify that eating such fish does not in fact constitute cannibalism. The Marlinists have been paying way over the odds for all that food, and from tomorrow they'll be offering a 20% discount on a selection of goods that are for sale in their market. Many commanders who helped in the supply effort will be awarded a special point defence module as a thank you, probably on Saturday, although it's unclear exactly what a focused point defence actually means. It'll be interesting to find out. Commanders who've been participating in community appeals have already been able to pick up a hyper-engineered frameshift drive that makes the crate phantom jump almost as far as an anaconda, an improved missile launcher, and a detailed surface scanner that makes it impossible to exceed the target number of probes to scan a planet. There are no doubt many more crazy inventions yet to come. The Daft Diary Dav diary required. We should Dav do diary. that. No, that that's like, a great idea. But not even like I want to put it out like it is a dev diary, and then it's literally just that Dav sitting with obviously a smoking jacket, um, a yeah. bubble, a bubble pipe has to be a bubble pipe, sitting in a big like chair, you know, See? and he just reads something from his diary. Tuesday, twentieth of January, thirty three oh seven. ID sector dr hyphen v c two hyphen twenty three. A5. Dav's Hope. Was horrified to see that once again tourists have slipped through the net of ruffians that I've hired to keep people away from my little beard of tear. I realised I had visitors when it prematurely went dark as an anaconda parked right in the middle of the driveway. I do wonder sometimes if it would be better to just live in an anaconda instead of this shambolic collection of outbuildings, but I do love the organic feel of it. What I don't love is all the idiots in SRVs zipping back and forth mechanically, stealing all my shiny things. I slipped out the back door, and thankfully I wasn't accosted by a delegation from Cannon demanding the keys to their megaship back. I think it's safer for everyone all round to put it on autopilot. The commute to Jameson Memorial was hell. First I was interdicted by my own mercenaries, then I found out that a beluga was stuck in the slot and the traffic was backing up all the way to the star. When I got to my office, David Brubin was waiting for me with that look on his face. I ate that look. You're late, Dav, he proclaimed. How perceptive of you, I thought. I just nodded glumly. Dav, I would like to know why everyone is complaining about the commodity prices again. Well, it's very complicated. I loaded some complex graphs and equations onto my screen. They look like Mandelbrot sets, because they were Mandelbrot sets. See, 
I jabbed my pen at a portion of the chart that looked like a drunk gecko. It's all to do with optimal market equilibria. There's nothing to necessarily tie any price ratio down to the relevant marginal rate of substitution, which is the standard requirement for Pareto optimality. We are unconstrained by Laffer curves, so... Dav! He interrupted. You are clearly familiar with economics. Well, yes. It's what you pay me for, I said. Well then, you will have heard of Say's Law. He looked at me with one eyebrow raised archly. The 19th century law of markets, formulated by John Baptiste Say. I replied, no, Dav. What I mean is that if I say the price of tritium goes down, then it goes down. That is the law. Yes, David, I replied glumly. David turned on his heel and stormed out the room. As I turned back to my desk, Stephen Benedetti emerged from under it, where he'd been cowering. I looked around and saw Garrido climbing out of a large floral arrangement, and Arthur untangling himself from the coat racks. Thanks for the backup, you cowardly custards, I yelled. I lifted my coffee mug to my mouth. Looks like I picked the wrong day for giving up whisky. I blew into my mug so they would think it had hot coffee in it. Thirteen o'clock. I'd spent the morning massaging commodity prices, trying to conceal the huge oversupply of salt so that David Brubin wouldn't come over and give me one of his lectures. It's quite a mystery how the galaxy is able to produce so much salt when demand for it is zero. In your face, John Baptiste, say, production is not demand after all. All that hard work had given me quite an appetite, so I headed to the staff canteen. I couldn't decide what to have from the all-you-can-eat buffet, so I decided to have a bit of everything. I was able to build up the sides of the bowl with bread so I could fit more in. I didn't fancy any company today, so I was lucky to find an empty table. I was hoping to catch up on a little side project of mine. The Diamond Frogs had been very vocal about how their BGS was being affected, so I was trying to find new ways of mucking it up for them. Perhaps the salt supply wasn't such a mystery after all. No sooner had I sat down than Sandro spotted me from the tills waved enthusiastically and started weaving across the canteen. Please don't sit here. Please don't sit. Please don't sit here. Sandro put his tray down in front of me. Hello, Dav, he slurred, his space loach slithering around his neck to eye me up malevolently. Please don't sit here, I said. Don't be silly, mate. I can't sit there because you are. He beamed, his gin-soaked breath washing over me like a rather over-the-top mouthwash. Brace myself for the inevitable monologue. Sandro took a deep breath. There's no such thing as Thargoids, you know. End of the line. The Pilots' Federation has decided that the Ask Me Anything format they've been using for the past few weeks was revealing far too starkly that the community team didn't have the answers to anything at all. 
so they've stopped doing the AMA sessions. They're planning a new format, a sort of ask-me-something-specific, where commanders are allowed to ask questions about a particular topic in a few weeks' time. In the meantime, questions such as In Australia, autumn will come before spring, so will console players in the Southern Hemisphere get Odyssey before a PC players? And Can we make the Ask Me Anything open only, please? will remain unanswered. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. I can't do accents. <laughs>